Happy Sabbath and a very warm welcome to you, my dear listener, from wherever you are. The cookie has crumbled and we are back yet again. This is the new live program coming to you live from the heart of Nairobi. This is Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. We have a great show lined up for you. Thanks for joining us. I am your host, Monica Kamokwa. We are more than glad to have you on board. On the show today, the Bible in Living Sound returns to the Bible story and will be focusing on Doubting Thomas. Later on, Sister Becky Arunga will join us during the Bible segment with the topic, Stand Up and Choose Jesus. But before we do that, Faith for Today Quartet comes to us with the song, Come Thou Fount. Sit tight and enjoy. Come Thou Fount of every blessing, tune my heart to sing Thy grace. Streams of mercy never ceasing, call for songs of loudest praise. Teach me ever to adore Thee, may I still Thy goodness prove, while the hope of endless glory fills my heart with joy and love. Here I raise my Ebenezer, hither by Thy Dear listener, that was Come Thou Found by Faith for Today Quartet. And now, the Bible in Living Sound brings us a Bible story, Doubting Thomas. Stay tuned and be on the know. Don't forget, you're listening to the new live program coming to you live from the heart of Nairobi. This is Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. Thomas, all of us have seen him. I haven't. He was here, right here in this room. All of us saw him, all ten of us, besides his other disciples. And the women, quite a few of them have seen him. He is risen, Thomas, he is. That isn't what the soldiers say. 
Caiaphas got to them first. What do you expect them to say? The last time I saw Jesus, he was in grave clothes, being placed in Joseph's tomb. But, Thomas, there are plenty of eyewitnesses and physical evidence that Jesus... You are unusually sad and gloomy, Thomas. Why? And you are brooding over something. What? For some reason, your pride is hurt. Won't you tell me why? I'm your wife, Thomas. To bring her husband comfort is one of a wife's pleasures and duties. The other disciples claim that the master is no longer dead, but risen from the grave. You believe them not? I haven't seen him alive. He has not appeared to me. Don't you believe the disciples and the others? Oh, they talk about it. They're even joyous and happy, but the more they talk, the more happy they are. The deeper is my gloom and despair. If he is alive, why has he not appeared to me? Wounded vanity. Well, I am one of the eleven. Do you truly believe that he is still dead? I... I refuse to believe anything upon the testimony of others. I will not believe Jesus is risen until I personally see the nail prints in his hands and put my finger in the nail prints. Also thrust my hand into his spear-pierced side. You loved him? Ardently. Perhaps you are jealous. I, I... I just think that he... He should also appear to me as he did to the others. If he is alive and risen. Dashed hope. Disappointment. No, no, no. It's just that I refuse to believe what someone else claims to have seen. I must see it for myself. Poor doubting Thomas. How long has this been going on? A week. I wish I could help. I don't want help. Uh, how long is it since the other disciples have seen Jesus? A week. How many times has he appeared to them? Once. Just the once? Yes, as a group. Then he has appeared to, to them individually. Simon. I thought there were two from, from that little village. Emmaus. They are not of the special eleven disciples. I am. Oh. The other disciples are still living in the same upper room? Yes. And you haven't been to see them all week, have you? No. Why should I? Thomas, my dear, do you not have hope, a faint hope and faith, that the good news of a risen Savior is true? I... I suppose so. Yes. Yes, I do. I did love him so much. I would like to see... I would like to see him again and be with him. And he loved me, too. Thomas, why don't you go to the upper chamber? The others have missed you, I'm sure they have, and you have missed them. I suppose I ought to. Yes, I, I will go. Why don't you go early enough to partake of the evening meal with them? An excellent idea. I will. Go now. Visit with them. It's about the meal time anyway. Thanks, dear. You're a wonderful help oh. to me. That's what God created us women for, to be helps to our menfolk. Well, well, Thomas, glad to see you. Come in. Greetings, all. Greetings, Thomas. It's hard to understand why we couldn't see these things before. Now take that one scripture. He is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. 
and we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised, and we esteemed him not. Now, it's so easy to see now that this refers to Jesus and to us, his disciples. Especially me. I even went so far as to deny him three times. Well, what do you think, Thomas? I'm listening. Peace be unto you. Lord, Thomas, reach hither thy finger and look upon my hands. And reach hither thy hand and thrust it into my side. Be not faithless, but believing. My Lord and my God. Thomas, because thou hast seen me, thou hast believed. Blessed are they that have not seen and yet do believe. Are you just joining us? This is the New Life program with me, Monica Kamoko, your host, coming to you live from the Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. Always a pleasure to have you with us. You haven't missed a lot because the Bible segment will be coming up shortly. If you wish to drop comments, suggestions, or questions, do so through the producer, Adventist World Radio, P.O. Box 42276, code 00100, Nairobi, Kenya, or email us at awrnairobi at here is Faith for Today Quartet with Beautiful City. You're listening to the new live program coming to you live from the heart of Nairobi. This is Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. Don't change the channel. Beautiful city, heaven of peace. Beautiful home where weeping shall cease. When shall thy gates be open to me? When shall I rest forever in thee? Beautiful city, heaven of peace, home of the city waiting for me when shall I rest forever in thee beautiful city heaven of rest beautiful mansions home of city, heaven of peace, home of the soul where weeping shall cease. Beautiful city waiting for me, when shall I My dear listener, thank you for staying tuned. 
Right about now, Sister Becky Arunga joins us for the Bible segment. She'll be talking about Stand Up and Choose Jesus. Be blessed. There is comfort, joy, and peace in the presence of God. Not because there are no problems, but with the problems, the Lord provides a way out. And so today, the Lord is inviting us yet again, that we may learn to stand up for Him, that we may learn to choose the right, no matter the situation and the prevailing circumstances that are around us. Now, when we study the book of Mark, God has chosen an opportunity to teach us that which we must know. I am Becky Arunga. I invite you that we share in a prayer even as we launch into this study. Thank you, Lord God Almighty, creator of space and time. Now we seek a refreshing from you that you may teach us to always be found in your presence for there is fullness of joy. Thank you for your love towards us. In Jesus' name, amen. Beloved, upon the last scenes of Jesus Christ's life on earth, we should meditate, for therein lies the story of our salvation. We are able to see what really happened that cost Christ his life, that you and I may obtain salvation. Mark chapter 15, from verse 15, gives us this account. So Pilate, wanting to gratify the crowd, released Barabbas to them, and he delivered Jesus after he had scourged him to be crucified. Then the soldiers led him away into the hall called Praetorium, and they called together the whole garrison, and they clothed him with purple, and they twisted a crown of thorns, put it on his head, and began to salute him, Hail, King of the Jews! And they struck him on the head with a reed and spat on him, and bowing the knee, they worshipped him. And when they had mocked him, they took the purple of him, put his own clothes on him, and led him out to crucify him. Such a sad state of events. Pilate, when he received Jesus, he asked the Jews, What then do you want me to do with the king of the Jews? And they were adamant. They said, Crucify him. And we realize that by our actions, every time we sin, we crucify Jesus. Every time we misrepresent God, we crucify Jesus for the second time. But now moving forward, we realize that as a result of the pressure, Pilate bowed down and he wanted to gratify the crowd as opposed to following his conscience. What he did, he released Barabbas and delivered Jesus to them after he had scourged him to be crucified. We see the actions of a man who, though he had authority, to act. He had the freedom to choose that which was right. He allowed the evil that was surrounding him to make him deliver Jesus Christ to be crucified. But that is not the grim bit. The sad part is the soldiers themselves, they acknowledge that Jesus is king. They acknowledge that he is Lord. How did we know? They clothed him with purple. Now purple is a symbol of royalty. Once they had clothed him with purple, they twisted a crown of thorns, as in just to show that he is still in charge, having a crown. 
They put it on his head and they saluted him. Hail king of the Jews. Of course Christ was king. But these people were mocking God. They were mocking him. They were not regarding his kingship as something worthy of consideration. They not only mocked him, but in verse 19, they did something that is startling. They struck him on the head with a reed and spat on him. Bowing the knee, they worshipped him. This statement somehow disturbed me. And I ask you, my beloved listener, how many times have you worshipped God, yet in absolute disregard of his kingship? These soldiers were worshipping him as a mockery, but still he was worthy of worship. So there are two sides to this. On the one hand, they are ridiculing him. On the other hand, they are worshipping him. On the one hand, they think he is a king, but on the other, they don't think he deserves praise. And that is just the situation in our life. We love to say that Christ is king and lord of our life, but our actions are totally different to our profession. What we do is different to what we believe. And God is just asking us this day, would we just surrender our lives to him? Would we humbly bow a receptor that we may know him and learn of his patient ways? Would we that we just go to God and tell him that, Lord, you have come to worship? Many times, just like the soldiers, we mock the Lord in our worship. We want to be seen as belonging to him, but our actions are totally different. God is calling you and I and is telling you this day that there is no genuine piety in believing that which is not true. You may have said that what does it matter? You have been saved by grace. I do not dispute that. But obedience is better than sacrifice. God does not want you to sacrifice. He wants you to obey. He wants you to walk humbly and righteously with him. He wants you to appreciate that he is still the king, worthy of praise, worthy of adoration, and worthy of honor. How do you live with your neighbor? Do you leave your neighbor in pain in the name of going for a Christian fellowship? Do you leave your neighbor suffering in hunger in the name of you have some other things to do? Christ is calling us to practical Christianity. Why you not only adorn him with a purple robe, you not only adorn him with a crown, you not only bow down and worship, but your spirit and your truth show that you are with him. Jesus spoke to the Samaritan woman at the well and told her, The time is come, and the time now is, when the true worshippers of God shall worship in truth and in spirit. Worshipping God in truth and in spirit does not subsist in forms, in symbols, or in, in just the things of this world. It is about genuine piety of holding fast to that which is true and shunning that which is evil. Beloved, it is recorded of the soldiers that they struck him on the head with a reed. They spat on him. And bowing their knee, they worshipped him. How ironical. Just look at your life. 
How many times do you strike Jesus on the head? You strike Christ on the head by failing to show love to your neighbor, by failing to obey his command, by failing to take him at his word. They spat on him. You spit on those that you despise. When we despise the kingship of Christ, then it is like we are spitting on him, that we are not appreciating that which he can do to us. And so Christ is inviting and saying, it is not enough that you bow down your knee and worship. How are you worshiping me? How are you coming to me? Are you coming to me with a genuine desire to learn the truth? Or you're coming to me knowing that there is something hidden in you? The Lord desires to bless you and I today. The Lord desires to give you a deeper experience of faith. But he cannot do that if you are unwilling. He cannot do that if you have not submitted to him. How I pray that you may submit to God today. How I pray that you may cease mocking God with your actions. But by all that you do, remember that God is in control. God is on his throne. And God desires to be with you. Pilate, wanting to gratify the crowd, released Barabbas. Beloved, who are you choosing today? Are you choosing God or are you choosing Barabbas? Are you choosing Jesus Christ or you're choosing Barabbas? Are you choosing to be on the Lord's side or you are content with being on the side of the world? It is a question you must grapple with. It is a question that you must understand and answer. God wants you to answer. What shall you do with him? Stand up and choose Christ Jesus. I pray that this day you may choose Christ above family, above friends, above career, above tradition. Let us pray. Dear Jesus, you have taught us that the time has come for us to worship in truth and in spirit. Take care of our weakness and be exalted, for you are a faithful creator. Glory and honor be unto your name, for you have been with us. Give us strength to trust you and to serve you. In Jesus' name, amen. Beloved, it has been a most beautiful privilege studying the word of God with you. Stand up and choose Jesus. You shall never be let down. Till next time, be blessed. Thank you for staying tuned throughout the show. Always a pleasure to have you with us. Remember, your feedback is always welcome. You can send us your views, suggestions, or questions about the show through the producer, Adventist World Radio, P.O. Box 42276, code 00100, Nairobi, Kenya. Email us at hope. Until we meet right here, I have been your host, Monica Kamokwa. Have a happy Sabbath. From the fount of every blessing, tune my heart to sing thy grace. Streams of mercy never ceasing. 
Call for songs of loudest praise. Teach me ever to adore Thee. May I still Thy goodness prove. While the hope of endless glory fills my heart with joy and
thy grace, streams of mercy never ceasing, call for songs of loudest praise. Teach me ever to adore thee, may I still thy goodness prove, while the hope of endless glory fills my heart with joy and love. Here I raise my Ebenezer, hither by thy help I've come. 